You have to understand the origin of the practice of policing because when we try to dig down into who's to blame, it's not so much who's to blame because that's pretty obvious who's to blame. If you're in denial about who's to blame, there's enough blame to go around for everybody because we're all implicit in our own self-inflicted genocide. But at the beginning of that process, it starts with the imprisoning of human beings. If you study our ancient history, if you study the 25 dynasties that existed before the Caucasus way to invade Africa, you would find out that we had a lot of different crimes and punishments, but none of them involved putting a person in a cage. We never believed in that. You paid for your crime and then you went on or your life was taken and we went on, but we never put you in a cage. Now that that practice has started, why are we putting people in cages? And this is the rise of the police. If you study the Portuguese slave trade, it involved the taking of human beings, putting them in a cage and then treating them like an animal, treating them like property, reducing them down to something that we call thingifying. You are no longer considered a human being. So the practice of policing grew out of the model that somebody has to be the zookeeper. Somebody's got to round up the property. Somebody has to be in charge over what has now become a mentality that you are inferior and we are superior. Therefore, we know what's best for you. That is the mentality that sprang out of a conquering race, a barbaric race, a race that wanted to possess your riches but not possess you, a race that wants to be great like you but doesn't want to do the work that you did. They rather stand on your shoulders. So the best way to get rid of you is to put you in a cage take over your resources, tell you how to live, and should you rebel, let that same institution kill you. Let that same institution lie on you. Let that same institution become the Praetorian Guard that enforces the will of the very group that seeks your destruction. There are a lot of you listening to me worldwide right now who believe that the institution of policing was created to serve and protect. I have to ask you this question. Serve and protect who serve their masters protect what their property you are the enemy you are being treated like the enemy because if they don't treat you as the enemy and they treat you as an equal you might want to change the model of policing so policing started off especially in the united states as the slave patrol 16 years old to 50 years old to go out and capture a slave for 20 American dollars. And if you kill them, you got a little bit more, but they didn't want you to damage the property. The art of policing, allowing someone else to tell you how to live and take you away if you don't live accordingly, stems from the slave trade. Now, what we have today are different variations of it around the world, but it's still the same. Someone shows up, says you're wrong, and if you don't agree, you can be killed. The problem now that we're facing today is after all we've been through, well, globally, we've gone through a pandemic, we've gone through a worldwide quarantine, we now have high unemployment everywhere. We're now seeing a resurgence 
as folks compete for those resources at the expense of killing you utilizing this mechanism they call the police. It's not just in the United States. It's happening in the UK. It's happening in Canada. It's happening all across the continent of Africa. It's happening in South America. Just because they don't look white does not mean that white is not backing them in some way, shape, form, or fashion. To my brothers in Jamaica, we know that the China man is trying to ease in, but who do you think gave him the ability to ease in? To the folks in Africa, we know that the white man and the China man are trying to ease in, but how do you think those doors got open to ease in? Either way, how do they enforce it? They utilize what they call the police. When there was a time when we policed ourselves. We took care of ourselves. We, we imposed penalties on ourselves as if we are capable of governing ourselves. And such a time has arrived that we are back in that position. So rather than question the origin of the police, we need to understand and determine what is the final disposition of the police that treats us like enemy combatants. We are at war. They are the soldiers. What are you going to do? system in America is unique when you understand the history of this place they call America. In order to free the descendants of slaves and have them freed into this country, they came up with an amendment to their constitution. You all can go read it. I don't have to read it for you, but somebody you got the constitution? Okay, the 13th amendment to the constitution says, let no man be a slave unless he's a criminal. So it was, they put a loophole in there. So immediately upon freeing you from the plantation, they then turn around and accuse you of a crime. Now you're a criminal. So we can treat you like a slave again. So the, the point and the initiative to incarcerate African-American descendants of slavery stems directly out of the fact that they lost the ability to enslave us. They do not want to share in the resources that they have built on our backs. So they put a clause in their constitution that would benefit them by making us criminals. So what has happened is a disparity, a number of black Americans have been placed in prison for trivial matters, whereas white folks are slapped on the hand. The driving force behind that is because you were $3.6 billion worth of money when you were slaves to them. They lost all that money. Now you're walking around just free and they can't do nothing about it. But they really don't want to share with you. So our prison system is built on the fact that there's a loophole in our constitution that makes it legal to treat you like a slave again, though you're not supposed to be a slave again, but you are a criminal. Now, on top of that, what has happened is there is now a system in place where they figured out if we can get these people in prison quicker, we can weaken them as a people, which goes to the core of what we're going to talk about later is the destruction of the black family, the destruction of the black community, the destruction of black unity. How do you do it? Through separation. How do you do it? Through incarceration. How do you do it? By over-policing. How do you do it? By un unfair appliance of the law. So in America... 
it has reached a tipping point where they're trying so hard to get us into this system. You know, we have more black men behind bars right now than we had in slavery. Do you understand what they've done? So for us in the United States, it is a disguised way to put us back into a subjugated position. Now, let me expand that. Worldwide, there used to be a time in a lot of these different countries that you live in where policing was supposed to be a serve and protect. But what has happened is America has joined forces with other puppet regimes around the world to learn this model of policing now. American police officers are trained in Israel, okay? They're using commando tactics on American people. They're agreeing with pacts and coalitions. So now what you're seeing is a homogenization of policing that looks a lot like American policing, which is all designed to keep the melanin person at a lower status in the world, to keep the melanin person viewed as a criminal. See, there are multiple pieces working together here. It's not just the prison system. Who talks about the prison system for us? The media does. The media constantly paints a picture of brown people as being criminals. The media constantly highlights the mistakes of the black man, but never highlights his successes. That's why you haven't heard about Stone Mountain, because that was a success for the black man. That was a show of unity by the black man and the black woman. They're not going to talk about that. If we can keep you thinking that all blacks are criminals, then you won't mind when we start marching them off to prisons and then getting rid of them. It is all a part of a global genocide program.